0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B, and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. If you're a long-term listener, thank you so much for tuning back in. I love you guys so much. And, of course, you already know how to get a hold of me. But for the noobs who are joining us, thank you for joining. Welcome aboard to this crazy train. We are going to be silent no more, silent majority. That's the army that we're trying to build here. So if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can catch me over on Instagram at Lady Devil Dog USMC, as well as my backup account, which is Conservative Mama Podcast. And if you'd like to do it the old-fashioned way and email me, <laughs> old-fashioned, right?, you can email me at podcast at gmail.com. Okay, so folks, I've got to say, I ordered two pairs of skinny jeans and I tried them on and they fit and I'm excited about that. Although one is a little snug, but we're not going to talk about that. I have been working out in the gym, so we're getting there. I did a, I think it's called a body pump class. anyway. I did, this is so pathetic, but I did like 30 burpees today and almost threw up. So for those of you who are super into fitness and are laughing at me right now, don't. Okay, getting back into the swing of things, post-COVID, post-baby. All right, so, you know, whatever. But anyway, I did like 30 of them and I almost died. And I was like, wow, the, the old retiree next to me, she's like killing it on these burpees. So I was like... I have to do my 15 Um, so yeah it was rough but I made it through I feel better for it and now I've started a diet where um, we're fasting it's uh, scheduled fast so that um, you know you're not just starving yourself but looking forward to it feeling good what can I say Um, the weather was warm it's cooled off a little bit but it's still sunny outside so I will take it so good things all good things I just had to share that with you because you know these skinny jeans. Uh, you know, they're not they're not gonna fit forever if I just remain sedentary and get a bunch of iced coffees because it's one of my favorite things. Um, you know. Oh, and uh, if I eat any more of those street tacos from the taco truck, uh, I know, but they're so good. Honestly, <laughs> it's not fair. They're so delicious. Maybe that'll be my cheat day. Mm, I don't know, though. I'm Sicilian, so I love me some stuffed crust pizza, too. I can't cut that out. I can't cut it out. Anyway, moving on. Enough about me and my addiction to carbs <laughs> and and tacos. and. Uh, you know what? Best food in the world, I think, may have to go to the award for best food. Let me clarify. The award for best food in the world may have to go to Mexican food. Hands down. Delicious. Delicious. I don't know what they're doing, but they are doing it very, very well. So Mexican food, I always thought it was Italian food, but let's be honest, Italian food is sort of just the same thing over and over again. We just name it different stuff, right? Or we change the shape of the noodle and then we look surprised when you're you're like, but it's the same thing. What? chili is not the same as penne. Anyway, it kind of is. So, um, this fresh in from Vox and that's Vox with a V like Victor Oscar X-Ray, right? Vox, you know nothing good is coming from there. It's a wildly leftist organization um anymore, right? I'd say liberal, but honestly let's be let's be honest. I don't think most people understand what true liberalism is, which is why a lot of people don't recognize Bill Mayer when he speaks and he calls out, you know, liberals for instance, and he calls out, you know, the discrepancy of, you know, hey, Democrats, you voted, you know, or you know, you took a poll and 54% of you thought that um COVID was basically out of control. You know, so that is true liberalism. When he calls out both sides, when he, you know, goes after big tech censorship. That's true liberalism, folks. That's what it is. That's, that's what it was supposed to be. Um, but leftism is what we've got in our mass uh, media, in um, our politics, in big tech, uh, on college campuses. That's what we have. It's not liberalism anymore. Liberalism would have fought for your freedom of speech and of course against big tech censorship Leftism is all for it because they're lockstep on their way to socialism. And not to be outdone, (laughs) President Biden. Not my president, President Biden. Is that how it goes? When do we start rioting? Not my president. When do we start screaming at the sky and wearing stupid hats? Were we already supposed to be doing this? I don't know. Speaking of already doing things, I found out, uh, I guess we're supposed to be wearing masks outside? (laughs) Who's, seriously? Seriously? Oh, believe of science. The science. Which science are you talking about? Actual peer-reviewed scientific journals or pseudoscience that you came out with last year? Hm? Which science are you talking about? The science that says don't wear masks unless you are sick because they're only going to make you unhealthy? The science that says viruses are destroyed, not killed, destroyed by sunlight destroyed by sunlight. Hmm, weird. You don't see too many viruses just floating around in the open air just randomly in sunny areas, right? That's not how you get them. So bizarre. Anyway, ah, President, not my president, Joe Biden, on Wednesday, here we go, folks, proposed a $1.8 trillion bill. That's trillion with a T, okay? $1.8 Trillion dollar package that, if passed, would be the largest American investment <laughs> in childcare, paid leave, and early education in recent history. Okay, I chuckled at investment because you're doggone right; it's going to be an investment. Here come the tax hikes, and for those of you liberals who are listening and leftists who have no idea what this actually means, and you're like, oh, chubby free," really? You know. My parents taught me that there was no such thing as a free lunch, and all debts are paid. So, you cannot, for a moment, believe that if we just tax the super rich, that that isn't going to trickle down to you, sweetheart. It absolutely is. It's almost like you didn't ever sit through an economics class, and if you did, you didn't get it. Look, I sat through it, and I didn't love it, which is why I'm not an economist, but I understand it enough So let's rehash $1.8 trillion package, which would be the largest American investment in childcare. I guess, you know, assuming you still have children because the Catholic Joe Biden is super pro-abortion, disgustingly enough, and why his bishop hasn't excommunicated him or refused to give him communion is beyond me, but you know, I digress. So I guess if people are still having children and not aborting all of them, um, it's an investment. Also paid leave and early education. So here we go. Here's the breakdown, right? You guys ready for this? This is pure socialism, 100%, and I'll explain why. So this is called the American Families Plan, and you guys should know, if you don't already know, which I think a lot of you do, but if you don't already know, anytime the federal government names something um, like the American Families Plan or Affirmative Action or the Patriot Act, right? Anytime they give it these kind of glossy names to which everybody kind of gets this warm fuzzy and they're like, yeah, sounds good. I like Patriots. Let's make a Patriot Act, right? and then your Fourth Amendment rights are just destroyed because now NSA has the complete free-for-all in listening to everything you do and recording everything, right? So screw the Fourth Amendment. Walked all over that. But any time they come up with these glossy little names, you can bet (laughs) it's going to be like taking a double-barreled shotgun blast to your foot, which you did yourself. Anyway, here we go because people voted for this. They voted for him. So let's break it down. Let's break down the American family's plan. Again, it's kind of funny because the Democrat Party is the party of death. They are super into aborting babies right up until they're born. I mean, the dude, the governor in uh, Virginia is like, we'll just make them comfortable until the parent decides. What? That's infanticide. (sighs) Hmm. How can you have an American Families Plan when you're anti-family? But again, I digress. So anyway, it would work with states to incentivize universal preschool for all three and four-year-olds. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop right there. That is socialism. And it was brought forward in the disguise and the lie of the 1960s feminists. For a complete history of that, um, and it's done very, very well and beautifully written. Um, I've already uh, promoted this book, but it's by Dr. Carrie Gress, G R E S S, and it's The Anti Mary Exposed Rescuing Our Culture from Toxic Femininity. Or, yeah, Toxic Feminism, I'm sorry. Toxic Feminism. This is socialism. The idea behind socialism was to get the women out of the workforce. For one, you can tax 50% of the population that you weren't already taxing, right? So they were already taxing men because they were out of the house. Now they have to go after the women so that they can tax them too. But truly, it's socialism because once the women are out of the house, now they're just another brick in the wall, right? And then they can take the kids out of the home. And we've all heard the saying, you know, you give me your children for a few years and uh, I'll have them indoctrinated for life. Three or four years, they'll be indoctrinated for life. And people can poo-poo that and say, no, no, I don't believe it. But look around. Look around. We have what? What is it? Some 30% of millennials (laughs) believe that socialism is a good thing? Really, that's incredibly odd, considering that of them, of that 30%, none of them are moving to Venezuela. Interesting. But yeah, so in order to get a hold of the children and further bolster this indoctrination process towards socialism, you got to get mama out of the house, and then... The kids have to go somewhere. Your children do not need to go to preschool. There's some, um, I think it's the American Academy of Psychology stated years and years and years ago that children don't even need to be in school until they're seven years old. Where they need to be is in the home, not being raised by a nanny, not sitting over in childcare with the mother. The mother. Now that's uncomfortable to say and to hear right that's uncomfortable mom you were designed to raise your children that's why you are a lot more loving more nurturing than the man tends to be not saying that men are not loving and nurturing they are but they're not it's not the same that's why kids always run to mommy when they get a boo-boo up until they're you know what 12 years old give or take right some some are a little different right it's not the only reason, but that was God's plan. So, you know, it works out best that way. Now, I say this recognizing that A, I work. And a lot of my female listeners, I'm sure you work as well. And some of you don't have a choice. You don't, you don't have an option. You have to have a nanny or you have to do t- child care. And I'm not shaming you. And I'm not saying that that's, you know, bad for your family. I'm just saying God's plan was simple. The husband goes out and works and provides for his family. The wife stays home. She raises her children. She's supposed to raise them in education, but she's also supposed to raise them spiritually and make them God-fearing and God-loving little humans. That was the whole plan. But socialism comes along. In the 1960s, the feminist movement pick it up and they say, women in the home are parasites. They're parasites to their husbands. And so women heard this, and they went out into the workforce. Well, I don't want to be a parasite. You say that, and it sounds terrible. That's awful. I don't want to be a parasite on anybody. So they left their children, and they went out into the workforce, and now you can be taxed. Now you're taxing both parents on their incomes, right? Fantastic. But now the children suffer, and we see this. You had the latchkey kids when I was growing up. Children um, Children suffered that sense of abandonment, they suffered. And women, as we look at today's date, which I didn't mention at the beginning of the show, so I I apologize, Um, but it's uh, April 28th. We've got just a couple more days till May, hooray. Um, But it's April 28th. So as of now, in 2021, women on average are not happier. They're not happier. Feminism promised all of this garbage and women are not happier at all. In fact, a lot of young women, especially millennials are saying I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I don't I don't want to do this gig forever. I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Me personally, I would love to be a stay-at-home mom. I would love to be a stay-at-home mom. Right now it's not in the cards, but I would love to be stay at home. And I'm lucky enough that I'm working from home and so I get to be with my children, but not quite the same, but close, okay? So getting mom out of the house, the children need to go into some type of child care. In this case, we're talking universal preschool for three and four-year-olds. These are babies. They're still toddlers for the love of everything. They're still toddlers, and that's where the indoctrination is going to start. Have you guys read the World Health Organization um suggestion, their plan for sexualizing children and when the talk about sexual, uh, reprodu- not even reproduction, but what feels good with your body and whether or not you're male or female. Have you guys read that disgusting um, little bit of, of information that the World Health Organization put out? Let me tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't read it, it also targets three- and four-year-olds and talks about things like self-love, and gender, and so on and so forth. These are babies. Three and four years old, they're toddlers. For heaven's sakes, half of them think they're unicorns. Most of them live on hot dogs. Are you kidding me? And you, unbelievable. But that's where the indoctrination has got to start. We've got a lot to get through. Okay, so moving on. Provide two years of free community college for anybody who wants it. Doesn't that sound nice? That sounds so great. Screw the rest of us who paid our way through, right? Or got scholarships or did whatever you had to do, okay? Screw the rest of us. But two years of free community college for anybody who wants it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? It does. How would you treat that free high school education you get? Hmm. Now I know some of you buckled down, I know some of you did really well, but a lot of you out there probably didn't. And there's even more out there that aren't listening to this show at all that you can bet they didn't. They didn't even show up. Are you kidding me? If the free school, which is again, part of the socialism indoctrination crap, if the free Education worked so well, then how come we've got such blight and such disparity in our inner cities if it works so well? if I mean, we keep dumping money at it, right? It's one of the best funded programs out there, the, the, the school system. <laughs> it's one of the best funded programs through the government. One of the best funded programs. They, oh, we need more money. We need more money. We need more money. Well, you got a lot of money maybe we need better teachers i don't know if it were if it were the issue of uh you know free <laughs> how come more high school students in public schools aren't taking it more seriously how come uh the inner cities suffer as they do but when you bring in things like charter schools and whatnot tuition schools when those kids have to go to a tuition regardless of whether or not they um get assistance okay they tend to do better. Not always, but I'm just saying, how well did you treat your free high school? So how well are these people going to treat their community college, you know? And why, more importantly, truthfully, more importantly, why should I have to pay, or you have to pay, or Joe Public have to pay for, you know, John Smith's liberal arts degree in basket weaving? Why should I have to pay for that? Because for the liberals who are listening, you will have to pay for that because there's no free lunch. All debts are paid. The only way you can provide free community college is hiking up the taxes on everybody. It's the only way. Somebody has to pay for that because there's still rent that needs to be paid or a mortgage or, you know, land, the real estate tax, wherever the, the campus is sitting. You have bills to be paid. You have teachers and staff to be paid. You've got, um, you know, just the basics, just the basics. That crap doesn't go away. Oh, the community college is free. So I guess, you know, your your teachers are now, your professors are now not taking a paycheck. Are you not going to pay the bills? Is that is that also free? Oh no, that's not also free. So somebody has to pay for that. Hmm. Doesn't sound so great anymore, does it? Make childcare more affordable for low and middle income families. Okay. All right. That again, it sounds really good. And I'm not saying that childcare shouldn't be affordable, especially for people who need it the most. I'm not saying that, but make childcare more affordable suggests that for the child care providers, so if you are, you know, Susie Homemaker and and you are running your own daycare, guess what, honey? You're gonna, the government's gonna step in and tell you what you can charge or you can't charge these people above this. Now, never mind the fact that you might be providing snacks, you might be providing um, toiletries and you might be providing, you know, if you're doing any type of education thing, you might be providing all of that. And so sometimes um, when you have to charge more for your, for um, child care, some of that cost goes towards that. It's not just, you know, oh, I'm making all this money and I'm, you know, living the dream here, okay? But the government's going to step in and say, nah, you can't charge this family more than this. But they're going to get the same level of care and they're going to get the same level of of Um, you know, treatment and food and all this other stuff, as they should. No one should be, should never be discriminated against based on, you know, income. Like, I mean, you should never treat people who have less money badly, right? In fact, it's sinful. But again, the government knows better than you do, okay? Expand the Pell Grant by 20%. I mean, again, where's that money coming from? You. <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming from you. For every hour that you spend at a job working, that you you still have taxes, your income tax or your federal tax, that it's coming out of your paycheck. It's not going to come out of your employer's paycheck like the liberals think it will. Oh my that company, you know, Walmart's just gonna pay for all of this. No, they're not it trickles down. It trickles down to the paychecks of their employees. It trickles down to the cost of um, goods and services in in the facilities. So, you know, if you go into Walmart and you're like, why are t-shirts now $15 when they were $10 yesterday or, or, you know, $5 the day before? Yeah, well, (laughs) somebody's going to eat the cost. It's the same thing with shoplifting, right? Like if you don't want your shirts and stuff to be super, super expensive, stop shoplifting out of places. Somebody's going to eat the cost. It extends the COVID-19 relief package until 2025. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't afford that. We cannot afford the stimulus packages that have been coming out. We can't afford it. We are not Not on the path to winning here. We are screwing our children. We're screwing our grandchildren and most likely our great-grandchildren at this point. We as a country cannot afford this. We cannot. And the banks know it. The federal government knows it. But they're banking on it. Remember the housing bubble of 2006? Do you guys remember that? And when it burst, it just flatlined everything. Do you know how that happened? Because the federal government stepped in and then they started buying up all these mortgages through Freddie and Fannie. Remember that? And now the federal government's involved and it's, you know, just inflate, inflate, inflate and then the bubble burst and it was, oh, you know, these, these banks and stuff, they're too big to fail. So we had to bail them out. I should state here, when we went to bail them out, which I think was, um, I really think that was 2008, 2008, Um, I was in a history class in college and actually we didn't do history that day. Um, because I was the only person in the room. First of all, I was like the oldest person in the room, but, um, I said, this is a terrible idea. The kids were talking about it. Um, this is a terrible idea. And they were like, well, why do you hate small business? I said, ladies, gentlemen, (laughs) this is never going to hit the small business. This is going to bail out the banks, their execs and their friends. And then you're never going to see this money again. It's just going to vanish into thin air like it never existed. But they are going to get paid bank. And the little mom and pop shops are going to close up because they can't afford this housing bubble crap. They can't afford this crap. We can't afford to bail them out. Let them fail. We've been through recessions before. We went through the Great Depression. We made it through. All right. I missed one. Um, it provides $800 billion worth of tax relief for families with children. Isn't that, str- again, I'm just struck by this. How much, you know, concern Joe Biden, Mr. Joe, I'm a Catholic, but super pro-abortion Biden, how, how compassionate he is about children. Is it because he likes children? <laughs> I said that part out loud. I'm definitely going to get censored for that one. Is it? Is it because you like to sniff children, gross one? Sniffing people's hair? And why aren't the parents stopping him? You put your hands on my child inappropriately? I don't care if you're the president of the United States. I'm going to slap you into two years ago. Okay. But yeah, so we've got $800 billion worth of tax relief for families with children. So is that incentive to have more children? I'm so confused. It would almost sound like he's not pro-abortion, but he is. So which is it, Joey? Which one? And last but not least, it permanently expands the Affordable Care Act credits to lower health insurance costs. Let me say it one more time. Permanently expands the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, tax credits to lower health insurance costs. Joe freaking Biden. You want to lower health insurance costs, you leave it within the private sector. You let the doctors, you let the insurance companies do what they do, and you don't get involved. Friends, nowhere, anywhere, where the government has interjected themselves, have they made anything better. Nowhere. Give me an example. I'll wait. Nowhere have they made it better. Um school when they interjected themselves into that. Nah, not better. Worse actually. We went from number two in the world to I think we're at fifty, we're number fifty, maybe even number seventy in the world for education when this when the whole school board thing um took off. We went from number two in the world to the board of education. That's what I'm talking about. When the we were number two in the entire world for education. And then we had to enact the uh, Board of Education and we went to like number 50. That's not a trend in the right direction. What about the housing bubble? We already talked about that. What about housing? When the government interjected themselves into housing, look what happened. And the same thing with colleges. Yeah, that's where those college loans come from. The federal freaking government. Yep, when they interjected themselves... The cost of tuition skyrocketed, skyrocketed, some 400% and climbing. It is the best business model for the colleges, the worst business model for the American people. The worst. Totally the stupidest thing. And yet, people have to, you know, this this push. You know, everybody has to go to college. Everybody has to go to college. This push, push, push to get people to go. You're not going to be, you're not going to be able to find a job if you don't go to college. Really? There's a whole lot of tradesmen out there who make darn good money, but they don't have the college. Uh, they don't have the um, student loans. Hmm. That money is theirs. There's a whole lot of tradesmen out there. Whole lot of tradesmen just saying just saying so the affordable care act which hasn't made anything more affordable since its inception um, has made things a lot more expensive a lot of insurance went up exponentially and people were shocked um it didn't make anything better so that's going to be permanent hooray um you know because to lower health insurance costs it's like The same people who are touting believe the science are also the same people writing the new rules on economy and economics in general. Like, believe the science, folks. Uh, There's 287 genders, and they're also the same ones writing new economics. Hooray. All of this to say that everything I've laid out for you guys, is pure socialism. We are, we are lockstep marching that direction in so many ways. But here, our unbelievable POTUS, not my POTUS, um, has put forward this proposal. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe it'll get resistance, but... I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, I don't know what to tell you. This is terrible. This is terrible. It's not good for America. It's, it's very much, It sounds like it might be if you just read it on its face, but it isn't good for America. It's not good for American families. It's not good for Americans. It isn't. And no one is going to sit here and tell those of us who understand what this means, that coming out of the best economy, the strongest economy we have seen in decades, that should this proposal pass, we're going to see anything like that. This is going to absolutely tank the American economy. Absolutely tank. And then we'll see who's going to rush in to save us. More China? I can just speculate. Okay. Friends, stew on that, get involved, get out there, stop being silent, you know, get to your school boards and hold them accountable. Tell them to take the daggone masks off our children, write to your mayors, write to your governors, whatever you have to do, show up to the town halls if they're still having town halls and you let them know, we don't want this garbage. We don't want this. Other states like Tennessee are like, nah, we're done with your stupid emergency order. We're done. We're over it moving on. Their governor was like, there's no emergency here in Tennessee anymore. Good for you. All it takes is a set. One person stands up, then the next person stands up. Then before they know it, everybody's standing up saying, no, not on my watch. All right, folks, it's the difficult road, but this is what we were made for. And so we got to fight. We got to fight. All right. Stay deplorable, patriots. Love and God bless, and I will talk to you again for Friday Fun Day.